What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. We are back with we the Dive Podcast. Back in full effect. Yeah. The Dive Podcast. Y'all, it's been like three months. <laughs> I know. We're and, sorry. Uh, we're sorry. <laughs> we didn't say anything. But what I will say is, it's been very necessary. Yes. And um, I believe that the content that we're going to produce from this point going forward is going to even like be just next level Absolutely. because we've had time to go through some stuff we had time yeah. to learn through some stuff yeah. we've had to, some time to rest through some stuff it's just been a yeah. lot that's happened a lot that's changed um and the lord is just hey the lord's been working yeah the lord's been doing the work and uh yeah. we're so excited to share more about that soon um at some point as we go through these episodes but we just wanted to hop in check in before we get into anything today we just want to reintroduce ourselves let you know who we are <laughs> if you don't remember um and then also encourage you to do a few things so i'm keeman you can find me on instagram at keeman dumas uh who are you i'm jace you can find me on instagram at jace.p and I'm Desriel, and you can find me at purposed.desi. Yeah, and we are the Dive Podcast Trio. And um, we the whole purpose of the podcast is for us to go deeper into Jesus, faith, and motivation, motivating us. Um, and talking about life, you know? We just yeah. want to talk about life and bring a real perspective to things that we experience on the daily. Yeah. Uh, how to life. grow through certain parts of life and all that. So... That's what we are, what we're about. But what's been going on, guys? <laughs> what's been going on? Where have we been for three months? What's been going on in our lives? Uh, man, it's, I don't know. I guess just been on a journey. Uh, three months is a long time, so it's been a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was summer break, I, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's just been a lot. I could guess. I can say... For sure, over the last two to three weeks, I guess I speak on that because that's just what's fresh on my mind. It's just like yeah. I'm kind of in this season of uh, just like self-reflect, yeah. uh, yeah. self-evaluation, you know, um, reevaluating or I guess realizing uh, self-worth and self-value. Mm. Um, you know, so that's just some that's somewhere that. Uh, you know, God kind of has me right now yeah. um, through, you know, just like I say, everyday life, certain situations that are happening or unfolding is just like causing me to kind of really look in the mirror yeah, from different viewpoints, <laughs> you know. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's really kind of what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through right now, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, but ultimately, you know, confident, hopeful yeah. and, uh, you know, got God on my side so yeah. you know everything is yeah. is, is it's all good so yeah. <laughs> yeah this is a hard working man who I'm telling you I look at this like every time I see him he's doing something I'm like what's going on yeah, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and he could be inside I, I was telling him the other day because we were inside somewhere I was like bro you look like you've been outside working in the sun all day long <laughs> <laughs> and I was Sweaty. like, I, I actually haven't today. <laughs> this has all been inside. <laughs> so Jason is He got it. It was a doozy that day. Yeah. 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 But you got it done, bro. Yeah. You got it done. Yeah. 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 That's one thing we're gonna got do. We're gonna show up. We're gonna, gonna, gonna show, show up, up. And, yeah, facts. Yeah, we're gonna show up. <laughs> How about you, Desi? Ooh, for me, it's um I would say if I could title these three months yeah. it's like um it, I'm, for, for one i'm going through a transition but if i could yeah. title it anything is like exposed mm. that is the place that god has been it's exposed like he's stripping away he's been stripping away everything that i've covered myself with to comfort and to validate wow. and to make myself feel okay with where I am. Like God has literally stripped that away and exposed me. And it has been um, um, challenging because mm -hmm. uh, you have to take a look at yourself. 
you know, and you have to, and, and sometimes exposing yourself is like realizing what's really there and then also what isn't there, Mm -hmm. you know? And so God has been showing me what's there that I've been neglecting that I haven't valued or, um, I'm not putting into place and also the things that, that aren't there that I've put there to, to, to make these other things be what mm-hmm. is there that I want it to be. I, I don't I don't know how to say this. Make it be what I need it to be. And um all of my comfort has been stripped away. And like literally I'm at a at a place where I, I can only uh um look to God, mm-hmm. you know, as my provider, as my protector, you know, a revealer. Like he's just been showing me so much and um it's been a a, a a good place, a blessed place, but it's been a hard place because God's just showing me some things and really dealing with me and calling me out of myself and not in a superficial way, but in a true way so that I can really walk out the things that he's calling me to. And um, I can't put on a mask. Like I was talking to somebody and uh, I told them like, I'm like one of the most transparent people. And then the literally the the thought that came to my mind literally was like transparent tape and it's like I could be transparent all I want but all I'm doing is masking what's torn and what's broken and it's like even though I'm transparent and I'm sharing that um people can still see the brokenness and the brokenness is still there and it you know I say that I serve a God who's a healer and a restorer yeah but all I all I'm doing is um, I'm resting with my transparent tape and I'm feeling good that, oh, I'm not ashamed to tell my truth or my story, but I'm really not coming to God in the way that I need to be so that I don't need transparent tape. Wow. You know, I can just be right. and I can walk wow. out what God wants to do in my life, That's you know, instead of trying to hold myself together with this clear piece of plastic that, you know, is just literally just holding me together and acting like people can't see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the the, the break is still there. Yeah. The brokenness is still there. The hurt is still there. All of those things that you're going through is still there. And talking about it is great and acting like, you know, I'm I'm not ashamed to, to tell it is great, but it's not great if you're not going to go to the healer. You're not going to go to the restorer. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to go through the process of what it means because I'm so secure with my tape. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> wow. I was actually talking to somebody about that, like how almost the things that we've experienced in damage and because sometimes we can be transparent about it will almost make us think that it's normal to just be there. And that's yeah. like, I think I preached about it a little bit too. It's like, yeah, it's not normal. <laughs> and the Lord really does want to heal us from yeah. it. But it's like, He's not going to heal something that you don't surrender before him. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, does he does? Yeah. Powerful, yeah. powerful. To surrender and to go to that place. Like, you know, a lot of times when we use uh, tape to tear something, uh, you know, to cover something, mm-hmm. we're, like, going over it. Yeah. You know, you're forgetting about it. It's what it yeah. is doing. You're moving past that point, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I just need this this tape to hold together what I need so I can do whatever yeah. else I need to do. And it's like, God's like, go, go back to that place. Yeah. <laughs> and God's been calling me back to that place yeah. and really showing me, showing me things that I need to repent about during that time, things that I believed, things that I thought about, even about God. Um, like, uh, you know, God like showed me something recently and like in my mind and in my heart, like I felt like God wasn't there but then going through this process of just like meditating, just getting God and praying about it. Like God showed me like I've always mm-hmm. been there, you know, but I had to go back to that point and then forgive myself for even thinking that that God is a God who would leave me or forsake mm-hmm. me. You know, like I had to ask God, like God forgive me for thinking that, you know, even at that point, like I truly believed that you weren't with us. Mm-hmm. Like I would say that I, I you know, like yeah. I said it out of my mouth. I remember telling my mom things like that. Like God isn't with us. God doesn't care about us. Mm-hmm. You know, and like like God needed me to go back to that point because mm-hmm. that was a point of brokenness that has carried that that wow. I've carried with me for a long time. Because you got to imagine, if I said that, like how long has that little inkling of words been living with me for so long yeah. that even when God is with me, I still teeter-totter on mm-hmm. God. Are you really with me? God, are you really doing this thing? God can show himself all these things, but deep down in the core of me, there's this place mm-hmm. that 
once believed that God wasn't with me and I felt that way. And in that time, I had to go back and know that God was with me. Yeah. But, you know, I had to go back to that. Like, I've, I've moved past it mm-hmm. and I've accepted that God, you're with me now. And God needs me to know, no, I've always been with mm-hmm. you. You know, so it's, that's been a space I'm in. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I think, because like, for instance, you know, there's a, the, the duct tape fixes everything kind of thing. Yeah. You know? But it's like, at some point. That tape is going to wear. Yeah. The weather will wear that thing out. It's like if you put mm-hmm. that on a car or something like that, at, at some point the sun beating down it, the yeah. rain, all that stuff, it's going to expose that again. And yeah. it may have been a temporary fix for the moment, but it's not the actual thing that yeah. to repair it. It's not what's mm-hmm. actually needed to repair Ooh, it. And so that's like good. it's we can put patches over something yeah. and it's, it's okay for a while, but when Storms start to come, mm. thoughts start to come, it like keeps beating at it yeah. until yeah. eventually it rips off. It it's like, off, yeah. oh yeah. snap! I yeah. actually never <laughs> dealt with that thing. And the thing is, yeah. you put it over there, and it's like, I dealt with it, yeah. and you get comfortable yeah. with thinking that you did yeah. deal with yeah. it, but you really didn't. Um, yeah, that's. Thank you for your transparency, Desi. Yeah, uh, right. You uh, was about to make somebody start crying in here. And I'm not about... You was about to start crying. He was trying to make me start crying. No, I don't want to cry, but I, it's just it's just something that I've... Yeah. Yeah, that's that I've good. Seen. I, and I, and I'm, I'm really um, allowing myself to be exposed. Yeah. And to say, you know, even to the point, like, you aren't doing what you're supposed to be mm-hmm. doing. You know, you do a lot. Like, I was telling, I was talking to you, we were at a wedding, and I was talking about pride and how, um, uh, you know, I had realized I've been dealing with pride. Mm-hmm. And um, pride in a way that, like, I needed to be seen this way. Like, I needed to be seen, like you said, we show up. I needed to be seen this way as we show up. We're the good children. And I even had to deal with something like why I needed to be, like, the child that didn't get in trouble, the child that didn't want to cause problems and things like yeah. that. The one who was always so ready to help and always so eager to be there, you know, for my parent and um, just just all of these things. Even in workplace, I wanted to, I didn't want to look like a failure and all of these things. And so even when the reality is I'm failing, like I knew all the right things to make sure that the facade of it is mm-hmm. I'm put together, but inside I'm failing, I'm struggling, I'm not keeping up with the things that I need to keep up, I'm breaking down, but on the outside, I'm getting the praises, I'm getting yeah. the amens, I'm getting what, we're so proud of you, because I knew what to do, mm-hmm. you know, and that was that pride, and it's like, you get so used to hearing that, and knowing that you're doing good, and you're wondering, why am I not advancing in life? Yeah. You know, it's like I should be advancing like everybody's seeing the type of person and I'm so good. And it's because pride has kept me in this small box that when I get into the realness of who I am and what I want to do, they're not seeing that because it's going to require me to do some things and to be a certain way and to be this person and actually to show up in all the ways that I'm I I can't hide anymore. And so God is like, I'm breaking you out of those rooms because you can't stay here anymore. Mm-hmm. Those people, you can't be seen. So, like, it, it's so crazy. Even if somebody I was connected to recently, they were like, I'm a tough coach. I'm a tough coach. And instantly she's calling me, like, telling me, like, you, this is doing too much, you know, mm-hmm. and holding me accountable so I can get to that next place. Yeah. Like, people aren't. See, I can talk as good as I want to. I can sound as, sound so great and... um make it look like I have it all together. But the people who are waiting in the rooms for me, they they don't see that. Mm-hmm. They need me to be uh, a good steward of my time yeah. and my finances and disciplined and consistent and mm-hmm. showing up in all the ways that I struggle with. Whereas like with these people right here in this room, I just need to show up when they need me. And I'm, I know I can do that. Mm-hmm. I know I can do these things. I've, I've made this a comfort place, but it's a place of pride. Wow. And it's held me back for so long. And God has like... Open that up. Open that up. <laughs> My God. I'm sure that's been uncomfortable. It's been very uncomfortable, but I'm so ready for that next level. It's yeah. like when you start asking God, like, God, I want more. God, why mm-hmm. is this? Why? And and you, they what they say, be careful what you ask uh-huh. for because God going to oh, show up. He going to show up. <laughs> and, and I just been in this place of exposed and God it was so crazy this is so funny because I was like God I just want to be seen and God was like okay (laughs) I was praying like God I want to be seen I need to be seen and God exposed me 
He exposed me. I want to be seen. I want to be seen for the person that I am. I want to be seen for my talents and my gifts. And God exposed me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh... You know, like, why are you playing with me like that? Like, (laughs) And and he's like, no, you need to... I need you to do these things. I need you. Because I do have these rooms for you. I do have these places for you. I do... Everything that I've, I've prophesied and promised you i have for them i have them for you but you can't stay right here you know it made me think about even that duct tape you just brought up like a duct tape might on a box might be good holding pillows but then when you start putting glass in it and you start putting heavier elements that needed to be carried to a different place that duct tape might not be able to carry that but Duct tape holding them pillows and all that other stuff and, and soft That's and light good. stuff. Oh, man, you think that duct tape is doing what it needs to do. But the moment you put something in there that's heavier, it wears it oh, out. That just, like, me. <laughs> that just stirred me. You get some, Jesus. <laughs> Receive it. My God, that's where I'm at. God is like that duct tape. Wow. <laughs> I'm about to start putting some glass in you. I'm about to start putting some, some, some fragile and some heavy items in you that what you have holding this box together isn't going to work. I'm going to need you to become a Tupperware. I'm going to need you to become a bin. A plastic bin. I need you to to become stronger. You know? (laughs) So you can carry these things because that cardboard box with that duct tape not doing it anymore. I am so about to get up in from this table and start running around this room. That's where I've been, y'all. Enough about me. Keep it where Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. Wait a second. We need a moment because (laughs) <laughs> Woo. My spirit just got stirred, Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry if this is churchy, but something just stirred up in me. <laughs> look, look, what, what? Okay, uh, help today. <laughs> okay, refocusing because I'm out of there. I just want to, yeah. Um, man, this season has been very, very interesting. Yeah. The Lord has done a lot. I said this... I don't know when this is coming out, but I said this a couple on one of my messages, how I have like I received a lot of prophecies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and things are just unfolding in front of my face, and I'm not trying. I'm just yeah, you know, hmm. it's like every nudge that the Lord has put on my heart or every yeah. unction because I know I'm submitted. I just I just obey. Yeah, so whenever He says to do something, I'm like yeah, but yeah. it's like. Doing that, I'm just seeing all the stuff that the Lord is prophesying and speaking. Yeah. Um, some like within the span of a month, some within the span of like a year's probably. Yeah. It's yeah. like all this is happening in my face. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. It's kind of surreal. But I came back from sabbatical mm-hmm. in March and we recorded a couple, one episode, I think, the marriage I think so. episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, I came back from sabbatical and the Lord was like, don't preach publicly Mm -hmm. until your birthday. (laughs) That's like four and a half months (laughs) of me not just being quiet and sitting. And the Lord was just depositing so much. And honestly, when it happened, I did not have context for the season. Um, I knew I had like I came back from sabbatical focused. Mm -hmm. I'll say that there that's kind of been the name of my season. It's focused, but I didn't yeah. have context to why the Lord didn't want me to be in that public eye for yeah. that period yeah. of time. And so I just remember, like, I, I've been, fo- like, focused, focused, focused on, like, three specific things that the Lord has uh, kind of had put on my heart going into sabbatical. And that was, like, my relationship with the Lord. That was uh, marriage. And that was... Um, uh, ministry and yeah. seeing like where, where where what's that next step look like for us even with KDM and all those things and so those were my focus yeah. and uh, the Lord's just been speaking in those things but I was like I said no context and so um, I know y'all know Jonathan and so yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny the Lord was like sow seed into Jonathan and so I sowed a seed into Jonathan and he texted me he's like man the Lord really had me he had you on my heart um, can we hop on a call in a, uh, soon? And so I was like, yeah, we, and so we scheduled the call and he just started, we got on the call and he was like, 
I feel like the Lord wants me to give you context for a season that you don't have context for right now. Mm. You're, you're in this space where you really don't know why you're here. But yeah. he, he, I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and so he just started pouring oh my all this wisdom and giving me context to what was going on. And one of the things that he said was that the Lord was pur- purifying my priorities mm. and like, Ooh, Jesus. and a establishing word. a culture in me. So yeah. it's like, remember I've been teaching you guys about impartation, how mm. it has to be you in yeah. order for you to impart it to somebody. And yeah. so it's the same thing with culture is like the culture has to be you in order for you to yeah. like sustainably live it out. Yeah. Um, you can try and uh, jump into somebody else's culture, but if it's not a part of who you are, then, you you can't live that thing out. Yeah, and so he was That's like, he's establishing good. that and prioritize, um, purifying my priorities and things like that. And I can really see those things like happening in my life. It's like I'm yeah focused on the things with which the Lord is giving me and telling me to go. Like, and nothing yeah. else is breaking those things. And it's like realizing, okay, what what do I need to put in place and where is my energy going? Aaliyah and Jonathan came and was like, yeah. no plan Bs. Yeah. And that's been my life since then. It's like, yeah. yeah. With him purifying my priorities is also in the fact that if this is my priority, I know that he's put it there. There is no other option. Mm. So like, yeah. I'm focused on that. And yeah. it's like, yeah. okay, what does it look like giving all of my energy into those those spaces that the Lord is leading me into? And I'm just seeing it's like the Lord allowing me to step into territory, the Lord yeah. allowing me to step into places, the Lord depositing things into me. Like, this is my first time teaching a six-part series. Like, yeah. And I wasn't prepared necessarily to, I, like, I knew the Lord was, wanted me to teach a series, but I didn't think it was going to be this soon. Like, yeah. <laughs> go into it like that. But, like, it's just all of those things. But that yeah. came by me prioritizing the right things. And so yeah. if I had not prioritized my time spent with God, right, yeah. then I would not have had the wisdom on how to go through this yeah. series and do what the Lord wanted to do through that. Yeah. Um, if I was not prioritizing what even um, the ministry and what we're doing through that. It's like I wouldn't have vision for that next stage that we're stepping into yeah. and what, where we're going with that. Right. Uh, if I didn't put a priority even on marriage, it's like I would have no vision for what I'm supposed to look like as yeah. a husband and mm-hmm. who my wife is yeah. supposed to look like. Yeah. So it's like all of those things are a result of me having a set focus. And then because I have a set focus, that aligns my priorities and what I prioritize and where my energy goes, Mm -hmm. which sets me up to walk in everything that the Lord wants for me to walk in. Um, I think a lot of the reason that we're so Mm. all over the place Mm -hmm. and we're not able to actually like hammer down and lock in on places because we got plan Bs or we got other priorities. And it's like, if we really locked in on the one thing that the Lord is showing us, dog, yeah. everything, it just it just opens up for you. It's like, yeah. like I said, I'm not trying. Yeah. <laughs> just being obedient. Yeah. Like, financially, me not preaching for four and a half months is actually, because of what I do, it affects my finances. Yeah. Right. But me being obedient, the Lord actually opened up avenues for me to receive more wow, than that's I would have I'm... ever received yeah. if I had been o- stayed and disobedient to the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like everything that I need in preparation, what the Lord is doing in me, all of those things have been rooted out of that focus. Yeah, I remember that's good. Um, that's Prophet good. was like, we, we had a meeting, we were talking and she rebuked the mess out of me. She was like, you need to make up your mind. Um, and she brought me back to James, where he says a double-minded mm. man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. Don't let that man think he'll receive anything from the Lord. Mm. And the reason that you can't receive anything from the Lord is because you're double-minded. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, good. which means you have to make up your mind first. The Lord can't make your mind up for you. Yeah. Oh, that's good. you got to make up your so mind first. And when you make up your mind, then the Lord can give you the wisdom. He can give you the strategy. He can give you the favor 
for everything that you need going forward. But it has to start with you having a made-up mind. And so she yeah. rebuked me on that. And I was like, I remember that same day I went and spent my time with the Lord because I used to go to this park and just journal and write with the Lord. I was like, every indecisive thought, every Ooh, insecurity, every uh, thing that's trying to rob me of my inheritance, I rebuke you. And like, yeah. I want everything that the Lord has for me. The devil yeah. cannot have my inheritance. The devil cannot have my birthright. The devil cannot have what I'm walking into. The Lord's yeah. purpose in my life is going to prevail. I have made my mind up. I literally have the journal entry, but it's like, that was the beginning of that shift in yeah. my life. It's yeah. like, mm. made up mine. All this stuff is unfolding. Yeah. All this, like financially, I ain't never been in this position in my <laughs> life. <laughs> I ain't changed jobs. Yeah. But the Lord's opened up everything that I could need. Yeah. And so I'm just continuing to trust Him and walk yeah. out in obedience and stay in that place of focus. And yeah. Ooh, that's so good. Happened. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's a good word, man. That's a good word. That helps me with you know, this season that I'm in, you yeah. know, because that's mm-hmm. somewhat of what I, you know, what I've been dealing with, you know, <laughs> and uh, what I was saying, you know, just kind of having to look at myself from different views yeah. and um, and really, you know, when you said, like, you know, just trying to, you know, having too too much going on, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know, and, uh, and you know, that's kind of me. It's like I got so many things going on because I see the possibility mm-hmm. of doing it all and the capable and I'm and I'm capable of doing it yeah. all. But at the same time I'm not capable of doing it all at the same time. Yeah. You yeah. know? That's it's true. like I can do it all, but there's gonna have to be a, a process or a certain order yes. to it to do so. And um mm. and so it's just, you know, and uh so yeah, so that's right on time for me because that's that's basically where I've been just trying to just like, you know, looking at myself, looking at yeah. what I need to be doing, uh, what God has given me. Yeah. And and really just focusing and doing that instead of and and, and really just trusting mm-hmm. that if I focus on that, everything's gonna yeah. fall into place yeah. and, and, and it's gonna be all right. Instead of yeah. knowing like, man, this is what I wanna do, this is what yeah. God is giving me, yeah. but yeah. I don't actually see how right yeah. now, or I don't see this, you know, keeping my lights on at this immediate yeah. moment. So yeah. it's like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on this, yeah. but at the same time, I'm gonna go over here and do this yeah. because this is gonna pay the bills. Yeah. And it's like, but at some point, all the attention starts to go more and more right. over here, and then this gets pushed further and further yeah. back <laughs> on the back burner. And it's like, yeah, it's good, you know. Lights are on, but then it's like, but you know, yeah. I and uh, so I look at David, right? Mm-hmm. I love David's life, and I, I haven't taught about it yet. But David, he gets anointed to be king, right? Mm-hmm. But he could not act out being in that king role yet. There was a still yeah. some development things that happened, but yeah. there was a space after he gets anointed to be king. He actually gets called to go and be a Heart player for yeah. mm-hmm. Saul. Yeah, he goes, be, does that for a little bit, and then he goes back to being a shepherd. And then the opportunity comes for him to go. His father sends him to go to the battle mm-hmm. where Goliath is to send his brother's food. Mm-hmm. From that place, then he's invited to in the king's space mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to fight against Goliath. Some things that we don't realize about that, David went into a space and then he was sent back mm-hmm. and then the opportunity came where he really he wasn't even looking for it he was walk he just walked into it. he was obedient when his father tells him to go mm-hmm. and yeah. bring food but everybody doesn't have access to the king's mm-hmm. quarters yeah to the king's space mm-hmm. like the only way david was able to get into access to speak with saul to be able to fight goliath mm-hmm. was because there was a season in his life where well, he, he was, was the heart player, the heart player mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means bear. he was an armor bearer. So, so mm-hmm. that means that some of the seasons that are like sometimes we'll be in a season we won't necessarily have context for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then that that very room that you were in 
for yeah. just a moment mm-hmm. and you thought oh, I got sent back from it, it's like going to open you up to be able to walk into that next yeah. that next yeah. space. <laughs> but David also couldn't act outside of his role even though he was anointed for it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan <laughs> said it to me like this. The, the, just because a new wineskin is anointed <laughs> doesn't mean that the old one is passed away yet. Mm. Yeah. So David is anointed already to be king. But he can't put on the king's armor because that's not his position yet. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like he had to focus on where he was at the time yeah. and not try to act into a role that he knew he was anointed for. He mm-hmm. knew he was ordained for. He knew he was called to already <laughs> years before. <laughs> and so if he had acted outside of that, then when it came time for the battle, he would have lost. Yeah. yeah. He would have lost that battle. But he was himself yeah. and in the position and focused mm-hmm. on being who he was called to be in that moment, mm-hmm. not yeah. who he was called to be in the future. Yeah, yeah. And, and what he knew about God. Exactly, and what he knew and about he, God. He right. drew. He he knew who he he used who he was and what he had. Right. But what caused him to be successful is what he knew about right. God. What caused him to defeat Goliath right. and ultimately, you know, even make room for him is what he believed about God. What even. You know, like they're like, why? What makes you think you can speak like this right. to us? You know, and that's actually the the king. They like, mm-hmm. well, if he says it, then you know he gives him the chance, and then the king tries to give him the armor and things mm-hmm. like that. But it's ultimately because what he believed about God, mm-hmm. like he he just had this confidence in himself, mm-hmm. in his abilities, and like you said, who he was, and then and also not in then, but in also what he believed about God and. I think sometimes we can, it goes back to me, what I was saying, like, I, I say I believe God is this, but deep down inside mm-hmm. of me, from this moment long ago, yeah, I, I'm carrying this, you know, hidden mm-hmm. belief that, you know, there is a chance that God isn't with me, mm-hmm. or there's been a time in my life where God hasn't been with me, but David came in this place like, nah, I know God. Mm-hmm. This is what I know about yeah. God. Like, and mm-hmm. we, his people. Yeah. Like, who is this person, you know? And so I, I love that. And even, you know, you and understanding being obedient. And it makes me think about, um, I, I was at this uh, actual creative company. They put on a, the creative t- intensive. And uh, one of the classes was called Measuring Success. And I, I, I love what you're saying about obedience. Like, I, I've been so successful. And I've been coming into all these prophecies about what God's saying. I've just, I haven't did anything but been obedient. Like, one of the things that he said that, that Mark Snyder, he, he taught the class on measuring success. He said, the only way you can measure success is by your obedience mm-hmm. to God. Yeah, That's it. Like, in your obedience to God is the only way you can measure success. Like, as you're mm-hmm. obedient, you'll, be, you'll begin to see your successes and mm-hmm. in, in, in the, the successes that God has for yeah. you, you know. Other than that, there's no way. And I'm just like, so hearing you even saying that, like, it's just me being obedient. What you're seeing in my life, what you're seeing happening is just me being obedient. What what God has allowing for me to happen, like, is, is me being obedient. Like, not what I want, not what I think is right, not what I think should happen. It's simply me being obedient. Right. And I think being obedient, if we're going to be real, being obedient all comes from what you believe about God. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you know absolutely. that God is going to provide for you, if you know that God is not a man that he should lie, if you know that God will not leave you nor forsake you, if you know God is your provider, mm-hmm. if you know God is your protector, like if you know the things about God, you're not going to yeah. question being obedient. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? you. So you have to, in order to be obedient, in order to be successful, you had to bring it all the way back to what yeah. do I believe and what, what do I know about God? I pray every day for three things. I pray for wisdom, mm-hmm. for radical obedience, <laughs> and for fear of the Lord. Yeah. And the most important one of those three is fear of the Lord. Yeah. Because if you have a fear or reverence for God, it's like, it's just going to cause you to... Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. You will walk in obedience. Yeah. It's just like... Oh, I don't want to lose this presence. I don't. Yeah. And it's like, I ask for a heightening of that every day. I remember recently yeah. you said, careful, careful what you pray for. <laughs> <laughs> like, so many times I've just been met with dreams where I'm just like, I wake up crying, just yeah. tears and things like that. But it's like, I wouldn't change those things for anything because yeah. it's like, it's, 
is activated something in me that yeah. always desires to seek the Lord yeah. and hear the Lord. Like I said when we were talking about the in the marriage thing, it's like my prayer every morning is Lord. Yeah. Thank you for waking me up today, but please speak to me because I can't go throughout yeah. this day if I don't feel your urges and I don't hear you speaking to me because I could just be doing stuff out of myself. Yeah. And it's like for me to continue to walk in obedience because even in that, I don't want to get complacent in what I think is obedience. And I don't want to get yeah. um, comfortable and think, oh, I obeyed because I did it this way or the and the Lord's trying to bring me another way or that yeah. I... I think that I know the voice of God so well yeah. that I've actually gotten comfortable with God. Mm-hmm. And if the fear of the Lord is always active, then it's yeah. always, there's so much more I can learn. There's yes. so much more that he can do. There's yes. so much more that he's saying than yeah. what I can even express or even hear because there, there is, he's always speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I don't mm-hmm. want to get comfortable in what I think I know. I don't want to get comfortable in even the wisdom in which he's given me where it turns into like almost like a self yeah thing mm-hmm. where i know i'm i got wisdom from god or i know that this is something yeah it's like yeah. nah he's always giving me wisdom yeah he's always going he's to be still, pouring those things away. out and yeah i don't want to get complacent so lord keep that fear yeah. of the lord kindling in me keep that kindling I, in me I, I love that that fear of the lord because and in the reality and we we might not want to admit it but sometimes we can be saw yeah, absolutely. Saul feared the people. Yeah, he feared with their their retaliation and what they would think and what they and he knew he knew who God was. He knew God's wrath. He knew you know, but he feared the people. And sometimes we can know God. We can have wisdom of God. We can even hear His voice. We can even hear His instructions. He had clear instructions from God on what He was supposed to do, but because he feared people more, he did ulterior things and so sometimes and and that's just the reality of it sometimes we can be a saw in our lives we don't want to let down and you might not think you know Saul was the king so the people were like you know his subject they he didn't want to let them down like he's the king so when I think about a husband or even being a wife like sometimes you can be do ulterior things or Mm -hmm. your children or your parents like you might do things ulterior to what God is telling you, even though you heard his voice, you know, you have yeah. wisdom, you have instruction because you don't want to feel like I let them down. They're asking me. They know, especially when it comes to your parents or your spouse, they like you just feel like or you just know they know best or, mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah. with your parents. Like you, you yeah. know, like you're raised to know that they know best. Yeah. But mm-hmm. God is like, I gave them to you. And yeah. ultimately, I know best, you yeah. know. And so getting to even that place, like I said, is something I was like literally dealing with just, you know, wanting to be like like the good child and yeah. not the let down, you know. Yeah. And so uh God is like, I know best. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I know best. I know, you know, listen to my voice, follow yeah. me, you know, and then get to that place where you have that fear of me to where it's like blind obedience. Yeah. Like you hear my voice so clearly, you're seeking my voice so much Literally. that like the moment I say boom, you're I doing it. I'm doing it, you know, that there's no questions, there's no no, like you said, no plan Bs, and um, it's just so, this, what you're saying is so on time because, you know, we just did a, a weekend together where we kind of shut down everything, and just to kind of get focused and relax and rest and not be so much on the go because we've created a life for ourselves where anybody can call on us anytime and we're available, mm-hmm. and it literally has pulled us apart not from each other but yeah. just apart from the things that we're supposed yeah. to do where we we're like an octopus our arms are just all over the place our legs are all over the place we're going 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 and so we're like we just need this space and so we go out to this place where we're you know secluded and you know you can't just drive you go to grocery stores it's 20 minutes or anything like that so it's like we can't really just leave so it's like we're here yeah. you know and it's it was such a beautiful time to just one reconnect with each other yeah breathe the air look at the like not at a moment's notice someone can't call us hey can you do this and you know i don't have it as bad as jace because jace his anybody can call jace and he gonna be like hey just let me go go help them out and that's just him and it's it's not a bad quality but also you got to know when there's a no mm-hmm. and i have these things i got going on and you know prep what's your priority? Mm-hmm. 
and having your priorities in order. So that way, when it's time to say your no, you're not feeling let, like you're letting people yeah. down yeah. or that, you know, um, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing because you know who you are, what you're supposed to be doing, and you're actively doing it. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the part. You're actively doing what you're supposed to right. do. So now it's easy to say yes, yes, yes because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't have my iron in the right fire. Yeah. So if somebody asks me to do something, at least I'm doing something. Yeah. yeah. But it's you're not like, doing what you're supposed to do. <laughs> it's uh and that's why I was saying like, you know, looking at myself and then you know, just kind of like reevaluating my own self value, right? Mm. Because, and 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 thing in other ways, like you know, valuing my own time, right. you know, and not just giving my time so freely to others or to other things that that I shouldn't be giving my time yeah. to, you know. Yeah. And it's like because I'm not valuing my own time, then other people aren't valuing my time, you know, yeah. because I willing to just drop whatever I'm doing and go help somebody else. Yeah. So it's like, you know, everybody has an idea that, oh, well, I'll just call him because because right. he'll come. And it's like, like you say, you know, it is a good quality to have, but there's other things that I need to prioritize, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, um, man, it, it makes me think about, you know, we were watching the sermon with Miles Monroe, mm. and he was saying okay. that the the greatest trick of the enemy is – to he the enemy doesn't actually try to get you to do evil things or bad things. He's like, you know, the the his greatest trick is to trick you into doing what's good. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily good for you. Mm-hmm. It's not the right thing for you to be doing at that time. But you're okay with doing it because you know it's good. Mm-hmm. So when you think about it, it's like, oh, this is the right thing to do, you know, but then it also goes back to like, but if you're not seeking God and listening for him, you know, mm-hmm. God could be telling you, no, mm-hmm. don't do that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's morally a good thing to do. It's yeah. okay to do that. It is helping, you know, yeah. your neighbor or helping your friend or, you know, whatever. It It is actually helping them. But, you know, God may not want you to be the one helping them. You yeah. know, they may actually, God may actually need them to call on him, you know, <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? So it's just like it, it kind of makes me think. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know about about that and uh yeah. and so you know as i started you know thinking about it that way it kind of made me just like start to reflect on myself and like okay you know yeah. i got to i got to start moving a little differently here yeah and start prioritizing other things and and really just seeking god more yeah. and 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 doing you know what what god Once, is yeah. asking me to do or telling me to do rather yeah. you know so yeah, so, yeah. You know. so it can be easier. Like, yeah. it's, you know, we're not lazy people. Right. We're not people who don't want to do anything. So it's easier to help when you're not doing, when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing for yourself. You know, yeah. you don't know the right thing. Like Jay said, we have so many plans and so many ideas and yeah. so many businesses that could be working and even, you know, like, I just talked to a lady. I'm telling you, when I tell you, you pray about a thing. You talk to God about a thing. <laughs> me and Jace, you know, we've been, like I said, we've been in this exposed place. So I especially mean, so we've been talking a lot. And um, we talk, we pray. And so we were talking about our finances and um, just, you know, get into some nitty gritty. So we begin to pray and we pray for financial wisdom and that God gives us the wisdom so that we can be good stewards and also not just be stewards, but uh, we can be... Um, you know, live in abundance because we're good stewards, you know. So uh, sufficient, learn what's sufficient for us. Right. We can have the wisdom to know what's sufficient for us and then to go into abundance. So, and, and with abundance, you need to know what God wants you to do with these finances. So you need financial wisdom. You need wisdom. And so we begin to pray over these things. And uh, that very day, that same day, I actually, you know, we're uh, over the weekend yeah. at the party. I uh I meet a lady. This lady and her husband were sitting down and they looked so familiar to me. Mm-hmm. I never met these people in my life. <laughs> Don't know them. Mm-hmm. And it was on me so much that I had to go like, "Hey, who are y'all here with? You know, are y'all with this person or that person?" 
where do I know y'all from? And I'm like, y'all just look so familiar. And they were like, we were saying the same thing about you. Mm. You look so familiar. Mm. We, turns out we don't know each other, but these people happen to be financial advisors. Wow. And they have a financial ministry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? And they, I, so I had one call with a lady afterwards, like, just over this time. Because I knew I wanted to talk to her while we were at the cabin. I didn't want to yeah. talk to anybody. But I wanted to talk to her because I knew she would give me some, like, insight on, like, what is something we need to talk about. And there was one thing she said. It's like, you know, where I was talking to her and I, um, you know, just giving her a rundown by myself. And she... Again, when I say exposed, yeah. when you get in those rooms, they're not trying to hear all that. Mm -hmm. They see what it is, yeah. and she's giving me already, like, she's like, you got so many irons in, a f in the fire. I don't know anybody who's successful with so many mm -hmm. irons in the fire like, like that. Like, you need to figure out what your one thing is. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, challenged me so much because it's like now I, like, I have to come to God and say, God, what is my one thing? Mm -hmm. Like, I know what it looks like. I know what I want to do. I know what what would make me feel good about myself. But can you tell me, can you show me what is that one thing in a place that I'm not being selfish? Yeah. I'm not thinking about myself. I'm thinking about what it is that you want us to do. And I know that you're going to open up all the doors that, um, that, I need to be opened, mm -hmm. you know, or that mm -hmm. are to be open for me when it comes to my next step and the places that you have for me and the places that you sh you've shown me. And so, like, that has been, like, that, like, that focusing in on that priority. Yeah. And God has shown me what it is. And the thing is, it's for me, it's a supportive role. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, and it's like, God, oh, but I want to be the star. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but no, it's 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 a supportive role, and um, I I know that God God wants that for me and and for us for us to get to that next place, yeah. and it's like honing in on that and listening to His voice. But it took someone telling me like, and we've heard it before, but the way she said it, it just like it almost like not scared me, but it just put like a like a fire under my butt in reality. Yeah. Like if you want your situation to change. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out what it is and right. quit playing around yeah. is basically how I heard right. her say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about it and we um, realized we weren't doing what we needed to do for that one thing. Yeah. You know, and, and because we weren't doing for that one thing, we hadn't seen it move the way it's supposed to move. You know, in fact... You know, Jace was saying, like, you start looking towards, like, you know you have this one thing, and then you start going towards this other thing, and that hasn't moved. So you've yeah. invested so much time and energy and effort, and this hasn't moved in the way mm -hmm. that even that has moved. Like, they're both in this neutral right. ground and not doing what you needed to do, so yeah. do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that, like, that reminds me of the scripture from Paul he was in First Corinthians. He says, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Nah. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. And it's like, yeah. I can do all I want to do. It's, yeah. it, it ain't, I, ain't, I ain't breaking any laws. And like, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't going against God, but they're not helpful for where I'm going. Yeah. They're not building me up to, like, yeah. build, when you build something, that means that you have to have a focus on that one thing so yeah. they can continue to grow higher. Yeah. So if you're building in multiple places or all those things, then you don't have space to really focus on building one thing yeah. higher. Yeah. And it's like, man, just having your eggs and so many, that was yeah. one of the things I, I got delivered from, for real. It's like, mm -hmm. Ooh. I'm going to keep my options open. Or, I, you know, I'm going to keep my options open. I'm not going to commit to anything. And honestly, Look. in a way, it was me. It was a twisted way of me trying to guard my heart. Yes. Because it's like, yes. if this don't work, I got some something to fall back on. I didn't mm -hmm. give my all in that situation. But the Lord, and the Lord, like, convicted me heavy about yeah. it. It's like, first off, you don't trust me to guard your heart. <laughs> Secondly, is that you? Oh my God! It's <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> so if you have your eggs all in one basket, then you don't trust the direction in which I give you to go on. Yeah, that means you're so focused on 
every other option that you can't put your focus on where I am leading you, which means you don't trust my voice. Yeah. yeah. You don't trust my guidance of you. And it's like, in a way, you're afraid That's to, the to give your all. Um, That's the way. For instance, the the scripture where it's the story where it's talking about the three Hebrew boys, right? Mm-hmm. They could have decided when they stood up and said that they weren't going to bow, that when the fire got mm-hmm. presented to them, that they would go ahead and bow yeah. so they wouldn't yeah. have to go through the fire because they could have been afraid to get burnt. Yeah. Yeah. But if you know who you are yeah. and you stand on the fact that this is this is like I'm set on this mindset, I'm set on where the Lord is leading me. Even if I don't get delivered even, from even it. if I don't get delivered. <laughs> then because in order for you to go through something, yeah. you have to put yourself at the risk of being burnt. Yeah. You are like in order for you to like to really take that sold out step, yeah. there has to be a risk involved with yeah. it. Yeah. And so it's like all right, I'm risking my entire life on this. And in the middle of it, Jesus was revealed in the middle of them going and taking that risk, which means that there is a revealing of Jesus that comes when we step out and take the risk. risk. Mm -hmm. Jesus is actually seen to other people when we step out and take the risk and we don't put our eggs all over the place yeah. and say, I have other options and maybe yeah. I can worship God at home and still worship this idol in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, nah, I ain't got no other choice. I'm either going to die here or the Lord going to show show up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Jesus is revealed. Yeah. Jesus is revealed. Jesus is revealed. Yeah. And that's the that's the purpose of all that we yeah. do. That's yeah. the purpose of marriage. That's the purpose, yeah. Of, yeah. That's that's the purpose of our finances. It's so that yeah. Jesus will be revealed through it. Yeah. And so, like, yes, risk, risk is involved with it. It, yeah. it has, to, it takes risk, and it has. The only way that you can really experience risk is if you're all in. Yeah, yeah. that's the only all, way you can fully experience risk. That's it. Yeah. That's all in, and it's like when, like, when you say it's like that afraid. For me, it's like the reality is like you say you don't have a spirit of fear, but when you think about why you're not doing these things, is Fear. fear. Yeah. You know, fear of what, what could What's potentially if it don't work out. If it don't work out, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like I don't God it don't mm-hmm. matter what's gonna happen. Right. All I know is you are Lord, mm-hmm. you are holy, you sit high on the throne, you are, you know, who you say right. you are. Like all these things that I know about God, it doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. I I should be able to say I will die on that word that yeah. My God is the God, you know, and it's like sometimes we're we don't do things because we're like, what if God doesn't prove himself? And so we don't move forward. What if God doesn't prove himself? And it's like, what do you believe about God? You know, it goes goes right back to what do you believe about God? And then. I'm learning to like you know they say have expectations about God and have have set expectations, but it's like my expectation is that God is gonna be God. God is gonna show up. Yeah, yeah. God is gonna show up. God is gonna be God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Mm-hmm. God is gonna be God. That's my expectation yeah. that God yeah. is gonna show Himself. But mm-hmm. I've got to take off my my expectations of what that's gonna look mm-hmm. like. Like for yeah. so long, like I've had like this. Yes. It's gotta look like this. It's gotta look like that. It's gotta feel like that. It's gotta yeah. feel like this. You know, God is gonna show Himself in this way and that way. And like even when God showed up, I'm so used to like, oh, it has to be like this overwhelming mm-hmm. experience. Where re- recently, like I felt God's presence in like the most nurturing yeah. and calming way. Mm-hmm. Like. It did not overwhelm me. It did not, you know, I wasn't bawling, crying, but it was like this sense that God's presence was just there and it was just so sweet. But it was like the the best word I can give for you, it was like a nurturing. Mm-hmm. Like God knew I needed some nurturing right. in this place, right. you know, and that is how he showed himself to me. And it was so different because... Like, I expected to be, like, wrecked. And even though I was wrecked, it wasn't, like, a wailing. It wasn't, like, a sprawled out on the floor. Like, God wrecked me in the 
sweetest of ways. If I could just, if if, yeah. if I could explain it like that to where it was as if like he held me mm-hmm. and he, he showed me him. It was just so calm. Mm-hmm. Like it was the calmest, yeah. like I, it's like, you know how you listening to those, um, Holy Spirit music yeah. and it's like that calm thing. Yeah. It was like that is like how God and I I needed that. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to be sweating and torn. Like God knew like He just needed to hold me, mm-hmm. you know. And it was like that's how God showed Himself yeah. to me. And I wouldn't have expected that because I had this visual and this idea of how God wanted to show up. And I even yeah. say like the way because I was at the Creator's Intensive when I experienced God in this way. And like to me, it was as if God showed me who he was doing creation. Mm -hmm. Like God was probably creating a masterpiece and it wasn't mad. Mm -hmm. It wasn't mad. It probably was like beautifully visioning like all these things. Like this is just how I Mm -hmm. I visualize it. Like he's just like painting this beautiful art piece and it's just flowing together Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful, serene experience for God. Like he's separating the light. Like it's, you know, when you're painting, it's like literally a color that can separate a different color, you know, Mm -hmm. from the dark and the night. Like it it just so peaceful and calm, this experience of God, the creator. Like I don't feel like God toiled in creation. You know, God knew what he was doing and he was putting it in place and he was forming it and he was molding. Even when you think about somebody who does pottery, Mm -hmm. when they're molding it, it's not a mad experience. It's like they're forming it and they're, you know, molding it and they're, you know, it's it's spinning. It's it's not crazy. It's not chaotic. It's peaceful. It's satisfying to watch. You know, like, that's how I feel like I experience God's presence, like, in this uh, satisfying way, in this peaceful and calming. And it's like, this is God. This is how you created yeah. me. You know, you you thought so carefully about me. Mm-hmm. You put me together in the most beautiful ah, yeah. kind of way. And and I experienced that, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't, it was not. But that's how we see, that's how we go to church and we see the wild and the on fire and there's nothing wrong with that because uh, trust me when the presence of God comes it it does be like that sometimes but sometimes it is he's so multifaceted yes and so I've learned to draw back my expectations of what it looks like so that I can see what God need needs me to see Mm -hmm. you know so that I can actually walk into the things that he he has for me because it's like I feel like I've had like these um sunglasses or like um like a vr of mm-hmm. what my life should look like and god is like if you just take that off yeah you'll see what's real mm-hmm. you know you have this virtual reality vision of your life yeah. but if you take that off i'll show you the reality yeah. of what it is and so, what i can do you know yeah. stop trying to manipulate and make mm. your life what you think would be good for you because of your circumstances, because of your experiences, because of what you've been through, Mm -hmm. you know, take that off so I can show you, you know, what, where I've been and what I've done in your life. And then what I can do in your life and what I will do in your life when you seek me. And when you, uh, believe me, Mm -hmm. that's just, that's what God just like truly believe me. Like, I know you believe me, but believe me, God help me with with your unbelief. Like, you know, it's like, I believe you, but help me with my unbelief. Like I believe that word was in the Bible for a reason Mm -hmm. because he knew that we would believe him, but we will be struggling with unbelief Mm -hmm. in our life for various Mm -hmm. reasons, you know, our Mm -hmm. upbringing and our, um, experiences or times we didn't understand or we didn't know and instead of us going to God God I don't understand why mm-hmm. I went through that if you loved me mm-hmm. or if you and I believe that God will show himself yeah. you know because he will and so I, I've just been that's like that 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 space I've yeah. been in it's like really seeking God truly yeah and knowing that when I when I when I believe fully about who he is and then I step out into that obedience I will see the successful life that God has for me, not what I vision as success. You know, obviously what I vision as success is skewed and it's circumstantial and it's based off of my experiences. It's based off of what the world tells me is successful. It's based off of what I think will put me in better positions. It's based off of so many things and it's not even based off sufficient. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not based off of this is a good life for me, yeah. you know, 
I just need something different. I just don't want to keep going through this, you know. And God is like, I just need you to learn what's sufficient and keep learning what's sufficient and keep living in sufficiency, Christ's sufficiency, you know, what is sufficient for you, you know. And I've been thinking about that, like, God, what is sufficient for me, you know. And it doesn't mean that I'm living in sufficiency right now because a lot of things that I have been doing trying to get there has actually kept me in, like, a... A impoverished state mm-hmm. you know of course it's not poverty because i you know but it, it's kept me from less than what is sufficient mm-hmm. because of mindset because of fear because of doubt because of uh lack of obedience mm-hmm. you know because that's the truth you're not moving in the way lack of seeking you know um I, what was it recently i think i was talking to you about this where i had um i was going through this this space of like doubt I guess or not doubt it wasn't worry it was kind of I wouldn't even say maybe like I don't even know what to call it like hopelessness I don't know what it was and I wasn't worried about it and but at the same time I didn't really have like a faith or a a belief like God what are you you're going to do something about this I just was like I can't worry about it it is what it is type of mentality Mm -hmm. but I thought I was doing something because I wasn't worried about it and um I call it a place of I don't know yeah I was in this place of, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how. I don't know. But I'm not going to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my mind, right? And then God does something that was just like, like, he just showed himself to me in like a a, a, a financial way and a supernatural way. And literally in that moment, he's like, if you would have asked me, you would have known. You don't know for the sake of not knowing. You don't know because in that moment of not knowing, you didn't ask. Mm. And it just did something to me. Like, God, how you going to show yourself to me? And then also... Rebuke me at the <laughs> same time. Same like, time. <laughs> that's how you he know, does it. And it's like in those places of doubt and fear, like literally coming to God and asking God and knowing that like he is a father to to love us and to love us through it and to, to tell us and to share with us. And like that's something God has shown me recently is like, I know you've been through a lot of things. I know your life and circumstances have shaped you in a way. But if you come talk to me about it, mm-hmm. I'll I'll uh, I'll help you and I'll show you who I am and I'll show yeah. you who I've been during those during those times. Like I think about us, our parents. You know, our parents. We'd be like, why Why did they do that? And then you get older and you like, now I understand why they did that during that time. I thought they were just mean or they were, you know, they were literally protecting me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I thought they were. You know, they didn't they didn't like my friends or they didn't trust my friends and I couldn't go over there because, you know, whatever, whatever. Right. But really that whole time they were protecting me, you know, from all kinds of things that I had no idea. But the, that time I thought they were being mm-hmm. mean. And sometimes we can do that with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we right. can have those feelings towards God, but we don't we don't deal with it. And it shapes our beliefs. And, and, and uh, I don't know, I guess I'm just saying this to encourage you to whatever you're dealing with. Whatever you have felt where you missed God in the past or um, any places of unbelief or um, questions you may have about God, you can come to God. I, yeah. I seen somewhere uh, Sheena was on her um, uh, Coffee with Jesus. I think it's what she called it. And she says, Moses goes to him and says, "Who who's going to come with me? Mm-hmm. You know, he asks he asks God, who's going to come with me? Yeah. You're sending me, but somebody got to, you know, Come with me, he says. You know, I am that I am. Since you're tell, who do I tell them? To, who do I tell them that sent me? Like I just can't show. Up. Who do I tell them that sent me? He says, I am that I am, and uh, and so God answered him with his question, and um, so I just encourage you, whatever you're 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 going through, or whatever you feel like, God, I feel like you weren't there during that time. Show me where you were. Yeah. Show me what I didn't see or revealed to me. You know, and help me to understand that time because I I do believe that you've always been with me, you know, or even I'm struggling that you were believed to believe that you were with me during that time or that I didn't that that you didn't love me. Mm-hmm. That's a big one that you didn't love me, you know, because sometimes we, we think that God didn't love us or that's good. You know, so I just encourage you to go to God, seek God and he is he will reveal to you. He will show you. And there is nothing that God has done has been hateful or mm-hmm. evil. But everything that God has for has been good. And uh, he's meant it for good. And uh, I, I know God will show you who he has. And it's going to transform 
and uh, heal you in areas of your belief and your faith so that you can get into those next rooms and those doors that God has waiting for you to open, that waiting for you to open, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's waiting for you so that they can be open, so that, you know, you have to be who you have to be who you need to be to be in those doors. Because once those doors open, if you're not prepared, if you're not ready, if you don't have the understanding, if you don't have the wisdom, (laughs) Wow. Well. That's good. All right. (laughs) Guys, we really do hope that you got something from today. Yeah. Uh, We would just kind of share our heart, where we've been, um, and... I just know that the Lord is continuing to do something in our lives and our hearts. And I'm just excited to see, like, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, at some point. But, like, yeah. I wish you could see. There's so much that's happened in the three of our lives yeah. since the last time <laughs> that we've talked. And it's, like, continuing. So you're literally watching our growth yeah. uh, in the Lord. Um, man, we've been in places that have been low. And we've mm-hmm. been in highs and yeah. all in between, and it's God is still faithful. We're here, yeah. Oof, so much. Part. So, um, we want to encourage you to do a few things before we get ready to wrap up. Um, first off, we are guided by your questions and comments as well. So, if you would like to us to talk about a specific topic or yeah. something, you can leave a comment on the YouTube video, or you can uh, send us a DM on Instagram, and that's the dive underscore podcast we're also on facebook and we are on tiktok so follow us on those platforms facebook tiktok instagram i think we're working on any other platforms that we're not on but we're on those the dive underscore podcast and of course on youtube spotify and apple apple podcast not apple podcast (laughs) podcast can you do us a favor though leave a review if you're listening on spotify youtube or on um apple podcast those are important it gets the podcast out there lets other people know about what's going on uh through us and i'm telling you it's been a blessing so shout out everybody who's left a review shout out everybody who supported shout out everybody who shared and let us know about what god is showing them through the podcast we're so excited to continue this journey um because it's been so good yeah it's been so so good it's been so good good. so we're just beginning we're just getting started started. um and so we're excited for what all god's going to do through this so without further ado i'm keeman dumas you can follow me at keeman dumas on instagram jace parker follow me on instagram at jace.p and I'm Desriel, and you can follow me at purpose.desi. And I just want to add, maybe you don't have a question, but you have some encouraging yeah. words for us. So feel free to share that. We yeah. love to read them on here Absolutely. and encourage one another. And yeah, so just want to drop that Absolutely. again. Purpose.desi. I'm Desriel. <laughs> so if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, hit that notification bell so you know whenever we upload. And guys, we will see you guys next month for a brand new episode we can't wait to see you we'll see you soon peace Peace. yeah